my name is Lydia. I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, I've been in recovery um, now um, with entire abstinence for um, over a year and a half. Um, I, uh, I've not new to 12 steps, but I've only been in OA for two years. Um, I never wanted to believe that food was as big of a problem as um, drinking or drugs or anything else. So I always um, rejected the idea of going to 12-step program for my eating problems. Um, I, I wasn't always heavy as a, as, a, as a young person, as a child. I was actually quite thin. I, um, I was afraid of food. I didn't want to eat different foods. I was... Um, you know, I would worry about food. I would think about food. And, um, but I always liked sweet things and sugar. And I could eat that. Um, and so growing up, I didn't have a weight problem. Um, and then when I was a little older, I started drinking and dabbling in some drugs. And at that time, you know, that my weight took a back seat as well. Um, because I was looking at other things and I didn't really need to compulsively overeat at the time. So um, it wasn't until I met my husband when I was, I was fairly young, I was 24, and, um, you know, we started eating together and I cooked for him. And, um, and then, um, you know, drinking um, wasn't an option as I got pregnant and started having children after we were married. And... So I used food, and I didn't even know that it was a thing. Um, I was just forever um, going on diets and trying to lose weight. And I would, I would guess I probably lost about a thousand pounds in my lifetime. Um, and I was the proverbial yo-yo. Nobody ever knew how I was going to show up. If I was going to be the heavy lady, if I was going to be the medium, the smaller. You never knew. If you didn't see me for a while, you just really would not know what, how I was going to show up. Um, you know, I struggled a lot with, um, also with Al-Anon as I was born into an alcoholic family, um, married an alcoholic, and uh, my oldest son is an alcoholic. So, um, you know, I struggled with that as well, and so I was in... Um, you know, the fellowship Al-Anon for many years, and I couldn't figure out why I was still crazy, even though I went through the steps, and my husband quit drinking, and he was like, he was okay, I, I couldn't figure it out, um, so I was searching, and for whatever reason, I, um, somebody sent me something on the computer for a, for a OA phone meeting, and I started listening, and I would wake up every morning and listen, and I thought, wow, you know, I knew about the big book, I knew about the 12 steps, I had been through the steps twice in my life, I went through myself in an alcohol treatment program when I was 19, and then I did it again through Al-Anon, so I was familiar, um, but the thought of entire abstinence was extremely terrifying to me, and um, but I was even more terrified of having to 
continually have to worry about food and lose weight over and over and over and over and over again. I, I felt like I just couldn't do it. I was finally at my end. I was at my, my um, you know, my bottom. So I kept listening to the meeting and um, I reached out and I got a sponsor and I really didn't want to do what she told me to do, but I kept, I did it anyways. I had a little relapse in the beginning and I think that was what I needed to have to really finally fully surrender. And once I finally fully surrendered, had this, you know, it was a, it was a really aha moment and I was on my knees and I prayed and, um, and I decided I was just going to do whatever she told me to do. Um, and I continued, um, doing what she told me, listening to the meeting, um, doing all the things that I didn't want to do that she told me to do. And I just decided I'm just going to do them anyways. And there was a couple of times I wanted to when she was in Colorado. I'm never going to see her. I don't know her. I don't ever, I don't ever have to see her and I can just, you know, stop calling and I'll be fine. And then there was this little voice in the back of my head, which was my higher power saying, no, we need to, you need to do it. You need to continue on this path. Um, which I did, and I um, went through all the steps, did all my amends, um, obviously not perfectly. I, I did maintain entire abstinence and have since, um, but I'm by no means perfect, and I have to work at this, I mean, every single day I wake up. And, um, uh, you know, one of the things Nancy had asked me to talk on was step 10, this is a 10, 11, 12, and, um, you know, and it's funny that she asked me that because I just went through with a sponsee and we actually this morning worked on step 10 and that's what step she's on right now. And, um, you know, and there's a lot of varying opinions on how step 10s, um, how people do them. Some people do a, you know, a written format. Um, I've gotten several written formats sent to me by different fellows in the program and, what I like to do is I follow the big book and that's how I went through the steps. And um, when it says, and I'm just going to read this here, um, this thought brings us to step 10, which, which suggests we continue to take personal inventory and continue to separate any mistakes as we go along. We vigorously commence this way of living as we cleaned up the past. We have entered the world of the spirit. Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. It should continue for a lifetime. Continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. And when these crop up, we ask God at once to remove them. We discuss them with someone immediately and make amends quickly if we have harmed anyone. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. Love and tolerances of other others is our code. And when I when I looked at this in the in the cropping up, um, you know, it, it happens usually every day that I have something that you know I have a resentment usually daily, um, and those were the things that I used to eat over. Um, I loved my I loved my resentments. Um, I liked fighting with people. Um, I was really good at it too. Um, and, you know, proving that I was right and they were wrong. And then I would eat and punish myself just because that's 
what I did. And now today I can do it differently. It doesn't have, I don't have to call a fellow and talk to them about my 10 step. And I don't have to write it out. If it's something that keeps coming up for me, like over and over, then I would like to write it out, go over it with my sponsor or another, you know, another recovered um, compulsive overeater. And I'm also in a group me app that is uh, 10 step people are on there all the time saying anyone available and, you know, we can do phone calls. Um, But one of the things that I like to do is really just um, stop and pause like, oh my God. And I do it mostly at work. I do do it with my family, but it happens mostly at work for me. I get, I, I feel resentful. I'm, I'm irritable. I'm angry about the way things aren't going my way. And I don't have time to call somebody. So what I can do is pause and I can say a little, oh, God, please help me, you know. And then I have these coworkers and they're used to me. And so I tell them, <laughs> they don't know that it's a tenth step. But I talk to them and say, oh, my gosh, I'm so, you know, I'm going over this, you know, so-and-so did this. And I just really need to, you know, get this off my chest. And and then I usually have to walk over the person and I have to apologize and then I just move on with my day. And, and it's been working and I, and it, and it doesn't, it, it's not that difficult. It doesn't have to be, you know, I don't have to sit up sit down at home. If it's still bothering me when I get home from work, then I might need to do a, you know, what I call an official 10 step, um, call somebody, speak about it to somebody else. But I also do a, um, a written out 11th step every single day where I write out gratitudes. I write out who did I help, um, you know, did I do any service, um, was I resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid, um, and I kind of write out what that looked like, and if I spoke with somebody about it, did I keep something to myself, was I kind and loving to all people, Um you know, and what could I have done better? And I share that I have a partner. Usually, um, I'm in this group where we have the same partner for two weeks, and we we decide what time we're going to talk. It's either at night. I usually write out my review at night, and I either speak to someone at night or mostly because I work afternoons. I've been fortunate to get people that will do a review with me first thing in the morning for the day before, and then I can put all that to rest. And if anything still is cropping up that I may need to go back and really look at it. And if it's something with a family member or an ongoing issue, um, you know, that sometimes requires a little deeper, um, a little bit of a deeper um, going through, like, um, you know, really written out. But for me, this is, you know, these that you know, steps 10 and 11 and, absolutely 12 I um, recently had this this um, aha moment when I was talking to one of my 11 step partners like well duh that's why we take people through the through the steps so we're continuously doing them so we don't forget <laughs> well, it took me a while to figure that one out um, but that's what keeps me in the steps reading them um, because when I have a Sponsee that's going through the different steps. I do. I prepare before we have a phone call. I read. Um, right now, I have a sponsee who has been through the steps a couple of times recently and relapsed the first time after almost a year, and then she just relapsed recently, and it was almost a year of entire abstinence. 
And so we're doing some questions, big book questions, and I um, am doing them along with her. So it's not, it's more, um, you know, I guess I'm guiding, but I don't look at it that way. We're fellows and we're helping each other. And I just happen to be, um, you know, trying to keep things on track for her and really listening. And I'll share somewhat um, if, if I have something to add. Um, you know, you know how it was for me to make my amends, how it was for me to do, you know, what I'm telling you guys about how I do my step tens. Um, she felt that, you know, that was part of the reason why she relapsed was because she wasn't doing step tens. She wasn't really relying on her sponsor to only be the person she went to. And um, another thing for me, what I um, had an outreach call today from uh from a fellow who is in my um, hometown and in my local meeting. And she was asking me, you know, how do you build up the network? And I said, I just keep going to meetings. And through this 11th step that I do, I meet new people every, every two weeks. And sometimes it's the same person, which is great because we have a, we have a history and, Sometimes we have an awesome connection and it's like a wow thing and I keep in touch with them. And sometimes it's just okay. Um, and that's okay too. It doesn't always have to be, it doesn't have to be an amazing connection. It just has to be that I do it. And I don't always have to absolutely like the person either because I had a gal who I believe hung up on me one day and I just thought, okay, um, I just went on about my day. I felt a little like, ooh, what should I do? And I just called her the next day and moved right on because, you know, I have no idea what I said or if I offended and if she didn't want to share that with me, I guess it was none of my business. And we ended our two weeks just fine. So I think um, that's what this program has taught me is everybody doesn't have to like me. I don't have to like everybody. I just need to keep doing the steps and um, showing up, and if I can help a person, that's what I want to do. And by speaking on different meetings and doing different things, that's how I've grown my my network. Um, I I don't ever say no if someone calls me and asks me um, to speak, or if someone calls for an outreach call, unless I'm at work, and then I text them and say, you know, we can talk at another time. So. Um, I guess I'll wrap up there, and I really appreciate you guys um, asking me to come talk, and it's great, and um, and I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lydia. Thank you very, very much.